Okay, I would like to welcome everyone that are that's um, watching our online services. So prayerfully, next month we'll be back uh, here in the church. Um, they have different phases or when they want to open up the churches and everything. So that's coming along. They already did other businesses as well. So now they're leaning towards the churches and everything to open back up at a certain capacity. So I just want to welcome everyone and let's pray. Fathers, we come before you. We thank you for this is a day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord God, as we continue to, to press and go forth in the things of God. We thank you, Lord God, for this time and your word. We thank you, Father God, that we apply the word of God to our lives. We know, Father God, that you are by our side, Father. We thank you, Lord God, that you said you never leave us nor forsake us. And God, we know, Father God, the God that we serve, you are a healer, Father. And we do thank you, Father God, because we know as we are here, Father God, we know that other people, other people are not here, but we want to thank you, Father God, that we're here so that we can serve other people. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so... The topic for today is put your flesh under subjection. And I know um, some people have a hard time doing this, but we have to put our flesh under subjection. And the flesh means this. Flesh is the, the flesh is the soft part of a person's or animal's body between the bone and the skin. Also, the flesh of a fruit or vegetable is a soft inside part of it. So there's two different types of flesh. You know, this here's the flesh. This is the flesh here. And then on the part and a fruit, there is the flesh part as well. The apples, the oranges, they all have that little skin um, part you know, on the apples that people don't like, which I never did like, but I found out it was very good to eat. Now, subjection is to, subjections to someone involves being completely controlled by them. So you have different um, organizations where they're, they're like, they're really controlling. So, they just want you to, to submit to them. They want you to be under their, under them as well. So that's what that means. So it also means, um, subjection means one's control or fact of being subjecting. And in, uh, is when a person, group, or government forces another person or group of people to submit or to, or be controlled a dictator power of lies is uh, is uh, is in his subjection of the people over whom he rules. So um, let's go back. Uh, let me think here. Uh, I remember when I was growing up, um, it was this group of people called Yahweh. And these people were, when I say they were, Totally controlled by the guy that was over Yahweh. 
Okay, so they will go out and do exactly what they would tell him to do. So every Saturday, you will see these guys in white knocking on doors for money. You know, do they want to contribute to Yahweh? So there was under um, this guy called Yahweh. But a la a later on, the whole organization, it just went, it just went, it was gone. It was no longer there. So Ephesians chapter number six, verse number 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against, uh, but against principalities, against rulers, against powers and against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual, against spiritual hosts in wickedness in heavenly places. And the NIV says this. The NIV says it like this. For our struggles is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of, the, of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So we have to remember, you know, we're, this flesh is, is you know, we're, a lot of times we are fighting this flesh even when we, we get up, we go to work, we come home, we are fighting, with, sometimes we fighting with the flesh, but you cannot let the flesh rule you at any time. So what does flesh mean in the Bible? In the Bible, the word flesh is often used simply as a description of a freshly parts of an animal, including the human beings, and typical is Reference to dietary laws. So let's go to let's go to Philippians chapter number one. Let's go down to verse number twenty-two. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet. What I shall choose, I cannot tell. Okay, so we understand that there are there is a flesh, the part of the fruit, but for us, this is this is the flesh. This is the flesh, and we have to control our flesh. We cannot let our flesh control us at any time, and. Next point I'm going to get to is how can I control my flesh? Now, the flesh wants you to do the flesh wants you to do what is bad, and the Holy Spirit in you wants to do what is good or what is right. So your flesh may tell you, okay, yeah, go ahead and do it, go ahead and do it. But in your mind and in your spirit, you know it's wrong. So you want to do what's right. So you know that saying people always say is the flesh is weak. Um, how does it go? Um, I'm sorry. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So your spirit wants you to do what's right. Your flesh wants you to do what is wrong. So you know in your heart, you know in your mind that 
this is not right. But then your flesh keep talking to you, keep pulling to you. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. But, you know, it's not right. So first thing is pray that you can hear him talk to you. Pray so that you can hear God talk to you at all times. You do not want, you do not want um, to do something that you know is not right. Now, if you don't feel conviction in your heart and you know it's not, now that conviction is telling you, hey, this is not right. This is wrong. That is God talking to you. Okay, don't do this. Do this. Okay. Number two, pray in your own words by devoting your, yourself to be disciplined by him. So you want to pray in your own words so that you can be di disciplined by God, not by man. You want to be disciplined by God. Okay. And ask, number three, ask him to make you more focused. So sometimes we lose our focus when we're doing things and we just want to make sure that we do everything right before God because every decision you make can affect your life. So when you're making decisions and one of the decisions you make and you know in your heart and mind that it's not right, that is God saying, listen, this is what you need to do. But then you can't, you're going to have God on one side and then you're going to have the flesh on the other. So which one are you going to listen to? I choose to listen to God. So instead of me, listen to my flesh. Because the flesh will get you in all kinds of trouble. Your flesh will, dis will uh, take you in the wrong direction. You know, and, and that's why God always gets you back on the right direction. So in other words, so... Um, you know, we got to make sure that, okay, and four, give him authority over your life as you feel. So God should always have authority over your life. Any decision that you make, you want to pray and ask God for wisdom and direction in that area because your flesh will kick in and tell you to do things that you do not want to do. And let's go to Romans chapter eight, verse number one. There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm sorry. In Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For we for what the law cannot do in that it will it it was weak through the flesh god did god did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin he condemned sin in the in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who and fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit so we always want to we always want to walk you know we want to do what's right you know you don't want to uh walk in the flesh and if you, you go down 
to let's go down to if you go down to verse number and we all know this verse by heart you know we should know this but if you go down to verse 6 for to be carnally minded in death but to be spiritually minded but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So you always want to have the mind of Christ at all times. In every situation, we want to make sure that, you know, we, we can't please everybody, but I'd rather please God than to try to please man. Amen. So the point, another point I want to get to is this. Your flesh will tell you to eat foods that are not good for you. And let's go to Romans chapter 12. Let's go to Romans chapter number 12 and verse number one. I beseech you therefore brethren that the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So we, we want to do things right, okay? And when it comes down to food, when it comes down to food, you know, even when I'm in a grocery store and a flesh would tell me, oh, yeah, you need that. I said, no, I don't, and I keep going. Oh, you need that. No, I don't. And I keep going. Because there are, certain, there are certain foods that will not agree to your body. And that's why um, people have certain health issues because it's, it's what they're eating. So now you have to go back and reevaluate and you have to change what you eat so that your body will feel a lot better. You know, and a lot of people don't want to eat things that are good for them. They don't want to eat uh, fruits and vegetables that are really good for you. And if you do your research, certain fruits and vegetables will help prevent certain things. And I did some research, and there are some fruits and vegetables that will help you to lower your blood pressure, to lower your sugar level. It's you have to think about it. You have to do your research. And, and when I started doing some research on that, I said, oh, wow, this is good for this, this is good for this, this help prevent this, this help prevent that. So a lot of our health issues can just simply be just by diet and exercise. So you know certain things that you cannot eat. You know, uh, when I was a kid, I used to love eating uh, pig feet, barbecue pig feet. Now, what I know now, if I knew that back then, I wouldn't have ate that. So, but you know, when you have uh, a mother and father and you got a family of five, I mean, you got five kids that you're trying to feed. So you, you try and be, you try and get the, the best thing on the market, you know, at, at a good, at a good price because you got, Hey, we got five kids, you know, so we got to make sure that we make the most of what we have, you know, and this other stuff I used to eat, it's called, it was called, um, it was called, uh, sauce, I think it was a bunch of. Uh, pig fat or something in it. So I used to eat that a lot. So um, 
as I grew older and I, be, I began to learn more about certain foods, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't need to eat this. I don't need to eat that. That makes me feel, ugh. you know, even um, greasy, greasy foods, you know, I would have a reaction to it. So your, your, your flesh would tell you, hey, yeah, no, go ahead and eat it. You, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. No, 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 no. And you know in your heart, if you eat this particular food, you know what's going to happen. So I don't even eat... Um, I don't do spicy foods at all because I know what will happen if I eat spicy foods. So there's a chance I will be up all night eating spicy foods. So I know what happens when I eat certain foods. But so you can't let your flesh tell you what to eat. You need to say, you know, say, listen, I know what you're trying to do, but I'm going to do what God has told me to do. God told me to go get this, 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 and this, and it's for a reason. That's what it's for. It's for a reason. So we have to put our flesh under subjection. Even, even when God called you to fast and pray, that's what you're doing. You're putting your flesh under subjection. People got to understand that. That's what you're doing. You're crucifying the flesh. Because this is a time you really need to hear from God. So once you crucify the flesh and you tell the flesh what you are going to do, not not the flesh tell you but it's the other way around you tell your flesh what you're going to do okay and you can tell you can tell when people approach you especially um in a church setting in a church setting you can tell when people approach you in the flesh and i experienced that i experienced people approach me and say yeah they're in the flesh you can pick it up in your spirit yeah they're in the flesh they didn't come at you in the spirit they are in the flesh you know, the flesh is doing all the talking. It's not them. You're like, nah, that's, that's not so-and-so. That's the flesh talking. So in, in the church setting, you you'll know, you know when people come to you in the flesh and you want to come to people right, not wrong, but you want to come to them exactly right because you do not want to be in the flesh when you're talking to people, okay? The flesh is a temporary, Christ is eternal. Choose to surrender to God's way of doing things. Choose to focus on feeding your spirit. We, when you, when you surrender your heart to God, you, you focus will be, will be shifted, okay? When you surrender to Christ, your priorities will begin to change. Crush the flesh and focus on Christ. That's what we need to do. We need to crush the we need to crush the flesh and we need to focus on Christ. That's our thing. We need to focus on Christ because Christ is the only way. Okay? Okay, and Let's go to, what is it, 1 Corinthians chapter number 6, verse number 19. Okay. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have from 
God, and you are not your own. For you were bought at a price, therefore glorifying God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Okay, and I'm going to leave you with this thought for today. The thought for today is, when your flesh rules your life, you figure it's not guaranteed. Oh Lord, I receive the strength to put my flesh under subjection. Let your spirit, Lord, overshadow my life, Lord, in Jesus' name. So we cannot let the flesh control our lives. And we know that if we if the flesh controls our lives, it's gonna the flesh will take us in the wrong direction. So we want to make sure that we we want we want the Holy Spirit. Yes, we need the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is our comforter. So it doesn't matter what the situation is. You know, you always want to pray, pray so that you can get directions from God. You know, crucifying the flesh is, is, is you know, um, you have to control it. You have to control it. And I've seen some people do some things. I'm like, hmm, okay. All right, people I work with, I've seen them do some things. I'm like, man, uh-uh. So I learned what not to do, you know. So you will always want to operate in a godly way. You don't want to have, you don't want to give the flesh any, any authority over you. You want God to have authority over your life. And I'm going to say this again. If you're doing something in your heart and your mind, you know what's wrong. You know, if, a, if, if a conviction sets in, that means it's, it's wrong. If you're going to do it anyway, that's up to you. But I choose to listen to God. I choose to do it God's way because his way is the right way. Because God will never steal you wrong. Your flesh, yes, it will. It will steer you wrong. Oh, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and, and eat that and go ahead and drink that. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You won't. Because there's going to be certain consequences that you're going to um, endure um, when it's all over with. So we have to make sure <clears throat> that we are doing what God is telling us to do. You know, this flesh here, this is temporarily. But Christ is eternal. Okay, this here. Looking at yourself, yeah, this is here. That's that's just temporarily. That's all it is. It's temporarily. But Christ is eternal, so you want to make sure that you want to make sure that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So. We want to present our bodies holy, acceptable to God. So, you know, depends on the situation. You know, first thing you do, you need to pray and ask, you know, if you get all upset, well, one thing, you need to pray. Okay, two, you need to calm down. You need to calm down because you don't want to say something that 
you don't want to say or that you're going to regret later on. So sometimes if you calm down, if you, you pray and you calm down and let God begin to speak to you, he'll tell you exactly what to say. You know, so now when you approach that person, you don't, whether they're saved or not, that person, so now when you approach that person, you approach that person in the spirit, not in the flesh. Because you approach that person in the flesh, then they won't receive you and they go on a defensive and it, it can go south. But you approach that person in the spirit, they will receive you, they will listen to everything that you're telling to him or her, and they will like, okay, good, you know what, it's, I'm glad you told me, it's, it's good to know, it's good to know. So anytime, anytime you have an art with somebody, you go to them and you make sure that you take care of it. You get everything out and open, you know, whether they... If you ask for forgiveness, you apologize. If they don't take, if they don't accept your apology, you say, you know what? It's not on me. It's on them. I done did my part. But you cannot let your flesh overrule you or overtake you, because when you, if you do that, then it's gonna go south. I have, I have people in the past approach me in the, yeah, in the church. They approach me in the flesh. Man, y'all in the flesh. I need to go down and sit down somewhere. You know, so by me uh, learning from that, you know, you learn, you, you know, you learn something new every day. So what I learned is, hey, listen, if I'm, if I'm really upset, I say, listen, for one, number one, I need to calm down. Number two, I need to make sure that um, I need to make sure that I, I, I take everything in consideration and I don't want to offend the person. So it's better for me to pray. Let me calm down, then I approach the person. But I've seen people, and I'll say this again, they have come to me in the flesh. People, I mean, leaders in the church that's been saved for X amount of years, and they know this, and they still come to me in the flesh. So with that, I'm going to pray. Fathers, we come before you. We just thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. We don't want to operate in the flesh, but we want to operate in the spirit. We thank you, Father God, for giving us guidance and wisdom and knowledge in every situation. God, we thank you, Father God, because we know that you are by our side. And we just want to present, we just want to present our bodies holy and acceptable unto you, Father. We just thank you, Father God, for giving us the, the peace that we need in any situation. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.